0: I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube, That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at Live That Life Now at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas.
1: Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, live that, that Life Now. Life now. Hey man, sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones, but no matter what, but you just keep winning, just
0: keep winning, just keep winning, Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships Spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life.
1: Greetings, greetings, greetings.
0: Greetings. Welcome. Welcome Welcome to our conversation. Yes. So this was truly a conversation that we were having just, I think, just this week Mm -hmm. in general in the house um, because we were watching TV. We had been out of town.
1: Quality time.
0: Yes, for about a week. And so that actually gave us the ability <laughs> to watch a little TV because a lot of times we get busy um, at home in the evenings doing different things. Mm-hmm. And so we, have, we had watched TV. And so we were talking about some of the things that we saw on TV, like a reoccurring episode of <laughs> events, it pretty much seemed like. Mm-hmm. And so we were watching one show, This Is Us. and we saw adult children who were struggling with um, having a loved one that was ill, Mm -hmm. um, had dementia and Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and, you know, just struggling with watching that. And that was really difficult for them. And then also trying to help as far as being caregivers as much as they could while still trying to maintain their own busy lives. And so we were watching that. And then in the same um show and even in the same episode we saw how one of the characters Miguel who's the husband of the person who had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's he was struggling as well he was the her primary caregiver and he was really really struggling He was So when when
1: you say he was struggling, so they'll understand. He was was trying to take care of her and trying to do the all because the the adult children was very busy. Mm -hmm. But we find out that he was struggling with other health issues. Yes,
0: he was struggling. He had a desire. Mm -hmm. He had a true desire. He wanted to be his wife's caregiver. He wanted to be the primary caregiver. Mm -hmm. Um, But he had other health issues. And then also just the emotional toll of watching her And how, you know, she was not necessarily the same woman that he had known. He was struggling with that. But when the adult children started to notice, you know, that he was struggling, they did try to talk to him. But my take on it was he was resistant Mm -hmm. um, to, to hearing them and he got very defensive. And so, you know... When they asked him about it, he just kept saying, like, I can do this. I love her. I can do this. But what they were trying to explain to him was, We love you just like we love her, and we see that you are struggling.
1: Right. And so it was it was hard because you got again, truly, this was a blended family per se. Mm-hmm. He was the stepdad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had came in and felt like he had to prove himself, mm-hmm. really Mostly uh, to
0: himself though. He was really trying to prove himself to himself because even when the kids talked to him about it, he told them, he said, I failed at so many things, like my first marriage, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with my parents. And he's like, I'm getting this right and I'm not leaving.
1: Right. And then he also understood that his wife's desire was for the children to live their best lives.
0: Right. They had talked about that To live their
1: life. So he and everything in him, he wanted to be that husband to... You know, Dev do part. He wanted to succeed. He wanted to make her dreams come true by allowing the children to live their lives and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And note that the children were, like, all over the world. Right. I mean, they
0: didn't, none nobody of them lived, lived in the same, in the same city, state, yes. and all that.
1: And so he was really trying to do well where he did not even disclose his, his health, own issues. health issues. Uh, he was not transparent with that. But the beautiful part, like you said, the children loved him as well. Mm-hmm. They were able to notice. Mm-hmm. They were able to see that he was not a hundred percent. Not that um,
0: they knew that he, he was had, lacking. Yes. They just knew, they that, knew that something was is going doing, on. But yes. at the expense of
1: yeah. his
0: own health and things like that. And they knew that he had a desire to do it. Right. And so he ultimately, you know, he gave in to it and it really, really was the best thing for everyone. And then we're watching another show.
1: Right. Anyway, but then just pause there because I want people to understand that's what we want to talk about today is, you know, we all have to deal once upon a time, especially with aging parents. Are mm-hmm. uh, we taking care of a loved one mm-hmm. or maybe someone sick or someone with cancer or someone with addiction or somebody mm-hmm. have something? Uh, but that person needs the attention. That person needs the help. But what about the caregiver? what the about people the
0: people that love them
1: yeah what about the people that's day yes. in and out and giving sometimes you know the question is are, are you, you okay, okay? <laughs> and and that's real talk are you okay and so then this old 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 <laughs> series I don't even know when did this series come out Army Wives
0: um, it came out in the 2000s
1: the beautiful part I like about it and I don't it's a bad part I don't know the guy's real name but Randall who is is the and character this is in us. This Is Us he plays is also a character and named Roland maybe we're just following him Army I don't Wives. know and we watch another show his name is
0: Sterling K. Brown with his wife <laughs> we do
1: the end game. His
0: real life wife.
1: Yes, his real life wife. Right? Yes.
0: <laughs> but we were watching Army Wise this episode, and there was one of the main characters um, was dealing with, her husband was dealing with addiction. hmm And she was, she had now, she had grown up, and, um, yeah,
1: and, and to to say this because I, I want people to understand, it's not like uh, it was a
0: situational ad- or
1: drugs or alcohol to that degree. It was pain medicine that he needed because he got shot in the war and different things. And people yes. have to be careful. A lot of With these prescription that, drugs, yes, yes. Uh, managing pain pills, a lot of it is addictive.
0: Yes, and she has started to notice. Yes. that his you know behavior was changing things like that, and that he was now dependent on these pain pills.
1: He was finishing a a 30-day prescription in— In less
0: than two weeks. Yes. And so she noticed things like that, and she did talk to him about it, and she was trying to urge him to get help. Mm -hmm. Um, He did admit to her, you know, at some point, um, that he was dependent on the pills and that he was struggling. And so she kept trying to get him help, and he did he did start to you know try to get help and he was meeting with a group and mm-hmm. things like that trying to get counseling and so when he came to her and he said hey you know i'm i'm kind of enjoying this and they suggested to me that you also get help
1: the caregivers right the loved ones
0: yes the loved one and they you know so he was telling her like they think that you should you should also seek help as well she got defensive of
1: course Just like Miguel earlier.
0: Yes, she immediately got defensive, and she was like, but I'm not the one with the problem. You know, you're the one with the problem. Basically, I'm the one that's supporting and keeping everything going. And so she initially refused to go. Yes. um, But then she ultimately was able to realize that she did have some struggles and some issues with just being the other person Mm -hmm. on the other side of it. And so she she wasn't okay. Right. And so she was able to receive the help. And it was ultimately beneficial for her. Um, But then even just this recently, um, like we said, all of this is in the last week. We were talking to someone Mm -hmm. and, you know, out of the blue, just random conversation. You know, how are you? How's it going? Type of conversation. And then the person revealed that they had been um, that they had received a cancer diagnosis
1: Mm -hmm.
0: a few months back. Now, we've seen this person since then, since the diagnosis, but we had no clue, you know, what they were dealing with and just started telling us in detail, you know, the treatment and what they're going through, et cetera. And so what I noticed about you, Hiram, was um, you listened very intently to what the person was telling us, you know, what they were dealing with on, you know, on a physical level, on an emotional level, even a financial level you were listening very intently to it all Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and was supportive. And then when the person stopped talking, your instinctive response, because this is what you do as a professional, um, your response was, and how's the family? How are they? You know, how's your spouse? How are the kids? Um, And then you, you know, started to ask about that. And then that person was able to open up a little bit Mm -hmm. about the family because you knew that with all of this going on, they had to be affected.
1: Oh, yeah. It was it a was game changer. Mm-hmm. And many people, just like we talk about, Miguel and the the, the wife with the Alzheimer's, as we talk about uh, Roxy, the wife with the man with the addiction, you know, we forget about the other people. Mm-hmm. We forget. And I, I get it. I understand why. Because that person that's in treatment we is the like number they need one. the immediate it help is. and attention. But I've lived long enough. To realize the one that's holding you up, mm-hmm. the one that's that's feeding you, the one that's bathing you, the one that's supporting you physically, and just mentally you financially. And they love you and they yes. see you dealing with this. It is a mental, physical, spiritual,
0: mm-hmm.
1: financial life changer. And so, yes, with everything in me, I always ask, How are the people right. that are doing the work? Because have their life changed? Mm-hmm. Have they life changed even with this case with the guy that was diagnosed with cancer? Has his family life
0: absolutely changed? It has to
1: have to. Uh, no matter no no matter the age of the children, uh, where they are financially, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't make a difference. This, you know, and one thing I always say, it it makes me humble to know when I see things like this and the things the three. Uh, topics that we just talked about, whether the short or the real life, it makes me realize and think my day to day issues, my day to day problems, the things I like seem or don't like about us or my children or work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it really is it really worth it?
0: It just makes it seem small. It puts, you know, it's just like what I said in the conversation with that person. It really puts things in perspective. Yes. You know, but because you instinctively ask, are they okay? You know, and it made me think about even conversations that we had had recently um, with the mass shootings. We had talked about checking in with some people that we knew just to say and ask the question, how are you? Are you okay? You know, uh, how are you feeling? That sort of thing. And we need to, because even it's not always just health issues or things with loved ones. It's world events, it's things that we see on the news. I mean, there's so much going on. They're talking about new COVID variants. Yeah. I've heard people say, like, if we have to do another lockdown, like, I just don't know how I'm going to do that.
1: One thing you know? with the with the shootings, you know, I always try to reach out to the children and the young people. Period. Uh, but even with this, before I got to that, they reached out to me mm-hmm. and they said something. I wanted to said something, and so I want parents to know. What's going on in the news, our children are seeing it in the media,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, no matter the age. They're, they're seeing it on social media. Yep. They're seeing it. You need to have a conversation with them. Even it, it, we got to get past that. Uh, they're not old enough. They're not ready yet. Because if we don't give it to them, they're getting it. They're getting it from uh, social media. They're getting it from school. They're getting it from friends. Mm -hmm. They're getting it. And a lot of
0: times they're internalizing it. So we need to ask the question. Yes. We need to know, are you okay? And that if you are not okay, that's okay. True. You know, there's so many things. We talked about the mass shootings, um, new COVID strains they're talking about. Now they're talking about monkeypox you know, and I heard someone mention that yesterday, just like, I can't. They're just like, I just can't. Not with COVID, not with, you know, on yeah, top of that. We can't afford another new like, thing. We just, we can't.
1: I mean, gas prices.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gas prices. Listen, that's a financial hit. Yes. And when you talk about gas prices and food prices combined, because food is expensive too. And so there are people that are stressed, really, really stressed about the increase in gas and food prices. That's a real thing. And, you know, worried. And it's like, are you okay? But the thing about it is that if you're not okay, that's okay because True. it's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to say that and to admit that.
1: And 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 you don't need a immediate solution, right? To you not being okay. Sometimes we need to marinate on on life changes, mm-hmm. and like you said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be okay. The only thing I. Recommend is when you're not okay and you know you're not okay, is to pause before any immediate action,
0: mm-hmm.
1: less known reaction. Yes. Just take a minute. Know you're not okay. Know you need time. If you need to take a break from people, things, thoughts, yep. whatever it may be, that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. There is, I saw a quote, it's sort of long, so I won't, I'll just try to summarize it. But what it was basically saying was, it's okay to not be okay. And they're saying, when people have a broken leg, that's okay. We don't expect them to just take themselves to the hospital, get themselves together and fix themselves within 20 minutes, get back to work before the leg is healed, run a marathon immediately after they've come from the hospital or from the doctor. You know, we just make sure and we allow them the time. We know that that leg has to ta- run its course. It has to, it has to heal, Right. And so we let them have that time no matter how long it takes for that leg to heal before we're expecting them to go out and play baseball.
1: The beautiful thing is, and I always say this when it comes to mental health, is when a leg is broke, our arm is broke. We can see it. You can see it. You can see we it. see the cast or the brace. When the heart is broke, uh, when anxiety has stepped in, when depression has set in. When you're worried. When suicidal thoughts have stepped in. The person is broken and you can't see it. Going back earlier to the caregivers, I've seen caregivers try to do all that they can do and become broken because, you know, they're they're giving all, they're doing all, and it looks like they're surviving, but they're hurting. They're just hurting. Mm-hmm. So even if you know a caregiver, Somebody that's supporting their sister, brother, mother, father, whoever it is, check in on them. Mm -hmm. Check on the caregiver. Yes, continue to pray and acknowledge the ones that has the the disease or the one that's going through, that's in the hospital, continue to do that. But also look at the ones that are really close to those persons. And if you are the caregiver, if you are the Miguel's, the Roxy's, or the people that we're Mm -hmm. talking about today, it's okay. To need a break. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask for a break. It's okay to have a timeout. It's okay to have a moment. It's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. It's okay to 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 even grieve to a point. Not that the person is gone, but just grieve that that person is not the same person. For the and life guess that what? you had. You're, you're, you're not the same yeah. person. It's okay to do those things.
0: So this is us checking in, asking if you are okay. And if you are not, like Hiram said, that is okay. If you ask someone if they're okay and they say that they're not okay, let them know that that's okay okay. for them not to be okay. But that is also okay if they feel they need some extra help, some extra support, To go ahead and reach out and do that as well. Until next time, go Go live live that that life life now. Well, that wraps up another episode Thank you for being about that life. Hey, that transformed, healed, Sometimes. affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet oh, us here next you, man, week days. for another episode. So Live that life dreams. now.
1: But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner. Every champion. Every overcomer. Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training?
0: A church or a nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services?
1: Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker?
0: Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching?
1: Great. You You're are a part of our, our C-Factor. Factor. That life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services.
0: Are you ready to be about that life?
1: That life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies.
0: And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings.
1: We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services
0: please contact us for a free consultation at LiveThatLifeNow at gmail.com. And remember to Live, live That Life Now. Life now.